Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darnell there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pugliarvi back bar and in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you in Ice District from Rogers Place, where tomorrow the Edmonton Oilers will open up their regular season for the 2021-22 NHL campaign off the heels of a 3-2 victory Saturday night in Vancouver where the Oilers completed preseason with a record of 6-1-1. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you daily for eight consecutive years by Digitex, by our Lease Your Next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up in 28 seconds time, Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland live from um, our eighth floor broadcast location. It is a Tuesday Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing in Alberta from 1235 to 1.30. And we'll get an update from the farm. Jay Woodcroft, Bakersfield Condors head coach. As uh, we go to our top story, it's for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy cooling and heating. And it is the start of the regular season. So let's hear from the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers hockey team who's seen his club go 12th and 11th, probably to the surprise of many. 
uh, over the course of the last two years in the regular season, but also seen a club that uh, did not advance out of the opening round of the playoffs both years. We welcome back to the show Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Yeah, thanks for coming up here. Uh, nice and warm, eh? Well, that's why I brought a coat. Yeah. There... I see you got a space heater, so you're going to set up you're in good shape here the next that's, couple hours. That's why I'm carrying the extra couple of pounds. <laughs> All right. Uh, six and one. Six, one, and one preseason. You didn't play uh, McDavid or Drysaddle in any of the four road games. Your team went two, one, and one. Brendan Perlini scored six goals, led all scores in the preseason. Uh, just a thought on: Do you, do you gather anything? Do you, do you, does it mean anything that you had pretty good record in preseason and had some scoring depth? How would you sort of assess what you saw? Well, I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean anything starting tomorrow night where everybody's zero and zero. But I think what it, it means is, first off, I think we. F- feel pretty good about ourselves that we've uh, you know had a good three weeks and uh, you know obviously we had some people play good you know I think our goaltending has been very good all you know all the goalies that uh, you know Smitty and Koski but certainly uh, Konovalov and Skinner played well when they were they were in there you know you talked about Perlini's six goals um, I think we you know we feel good about ourselves and uh, um, we're anxious to, 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 to play for real tomorrow night. Uh, so you were very pragmatic when you took over back in, that, for the sake of argument, it was I think it was like May 6th or 7th of 2019. You, you said your your goal, once the body of work in the offseason occurred, you knew you had limited cap space. Your goal was to play meaningful games in March. Uh, the team was three points behind Vegas, second in the division of the Pacific when the lockout, or not the lockout, but when the stoppage happened due to COVID in 2019-20. Uh, last year, a lot of people had Edmonton sort of 4-5-6 in the Canadian division. You ended up second, 35 wins. You had the best uh, road record in the NHL along with Washington. Um, I, I, it, my perception is, Ken, that... I think the, the 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 team got about as much as you could have out of the team that you actually had in the regular season, but also maybe got exposed a little bit in the playoffs. You you, you did get some cap space. You added the likes of Zach Hyman. You made a trade for Fogel. You signed Derek Ryan. It's a different forward group. It's a better transitioning D group, but that's how I see it. How how do you see sort of the the makeup and the shape of the team heading into the regular season? Well, I hope I see it like like you see it. I mean, obviously, you know, I think. You know, I think over the last two years, Bob, I think we've done lots of good things. You know, and you got to grow. You got to build. You know, you just don't don't wave a magic wand at it. You got to. And I think that uh, you know, special teams. Uh, you know, number one, obviously number one, but you know, second and ninth. We're top ten the last two years in a row in penalty killing. Good teams are good on special teams. And certainly, when you got Connor and Leon, you know, you expect to be good on the power play, but but you also got to keep the. The, that the good power pay can can all be offset by a by a by a bad penalty kill. So I, you know, we want to continue to be good on the penalty kill. You know, we, like you said, we were we tied with Washington last year uh, for having the best road record. You got you want to be good on the road. Good teams win games on the road. I think we have, you know, I think we got to be better at home. I think that's one area that we haven't been good enough the last two years. The good teams are really good at home, and we, you got to take care of the home cooking. And and we, we're going to start the season here with with uh, with three home games. You know, we went into the off season. I, I wanted to get, you know, talking and doing the the evaluations at the end of the year, talking to our players, talking to our staff, talking to the coaches, and it kind of formulated a plan. Um, you know, wanted to get a little bit more experienced. You know, it's and we, you know, obviously we, we we did that with with you know Hyman. You look at the age of Hyman. You look at the age of Keith. You look at the age of of uh, you know Fogel and the people that we we brought in. Um, you know, and I think that uh, you know we've got. 
Tysonberry came in and played well. I can go, you know, last year led the league in def- defenseman scoring. Uh, you know, re-signed Tyson Berry. So I think that we've got, we feel like we got some good puck movers on the back end. I think we're 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 going to be deeper up front. I think there's more options for the coach. Um, and uh, you know, Koski's. There's always a talk about you know everywhere you go. I mean, when I was in Detroit for 15 years, it was about the goaltending, the goaltending, the goaltending. Because certainly that's the most important position. Right. Uh, and I think that our our you know our goaltending has been excellent during preseason. Koski two years ago at a 9.17. We you know we talked about him last year coming in with uh, two weeks of uh, being in quarantine, eight days of training camp with no preseason, and then Smitty got hurt and he had to run the table for 10, 11, 12 games in a row before Smitty came back. And I think. That uh, you know he, he's 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 his family's here now. He's had a preseason. I I think we're going to get really good solid goaltending out of the our two guys and and the strength of our team in goal has been the one two punch. It's not like you know right. one one guy can carry it for two three four games or they go one and one or two and two and two. But but for the most part, I think we get good solid goaltending. So we feel good. I feel good about our team. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be answered over 82 games. I can yeah. tell you whatever I want to tell you. The beauty of it, we're gonna play an 82 game schedule and at the end of 82 games we're going to see where we where we sit Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland Ken uh I would I would tell I'll be honest had I been in your position I would have traded yes to Pugliarvi just I I wouldn't I wouldn't been sure that and I, there's a lot of revisionist history out there with people because there are a lot of people that were unsure that he even turned out to be as good a player as right now and he's a pretty good player. Like, in preseason, he's taken another step from, like, last year he became a really good complimentary player. And is it unfair to say that he is showing signs right now being more than just a complimentary player, but a bit of an offensive driver up front? In your wildest dreams, could you have imagined or envisioned Paul Yarby being the type of player that we saw in the preseason, which is a guy that's carrying and driving play? Well, first off, Bob, I didn't know. I mean, I wasn't here. You know, the team took. I just, I just knew that in his. You know, I, I was three thousand miles away. I was on the. I was in a di- different di- conference, and you know, but I knew that he was a highly talented player in his draft class. Went right. high in the draft. Everybody would have taken him in the top five. Whether you take him two, three, four, everybody in in the industry would have had him in the top five, maybe the top three or top four. Um, so when I got here, you know, teams were calling. You know, I felt if somebody was going to blow you out of the water, then you got to listen. But no, you know, everybody kind of was trying to trade him for 25 cents on the dollar. So it was easy for me to sit and just and wait. And you know, I stayed in stayed in touch with his agent. You know, over the course of the winter, two three times, Dave Tippett and I had Zoom calls with with Jesse to to tell him that we we wanted him back and and, and we had a spot for him. So you know, he came back last year. I remember the game in Winnipeg when uh, when Tip put him with Connor and uh, you know since that game they've basically played together they found some chemistry and and you know he's he's if you, if you want to be a good team in my opinion you know you need lots of good players and, and some of them got to be big you can have some small players but there's you can't be all small and you can't be all big and certainly he's a guy that he's a big guy with skill he's big and strong and powerful he can really carry the puck and you just see his confidence as you coming. talk coming yeah, you know yeah. he, he had 15 goals in 56 games last year which is probably around a 20 goal pace um, you know I'd like to think he's going to get 20 goals I don't know where he's going to get but I'd like to you know I don't want to start here always oh, going to score 40 45 goals I think you start to put unrealistic expectations on people and all you do is you set people up to fail so hopefully he can 
do similarly to what he's done last year. But certainly he's a guy now that, you know, it's it's more options, it's more depth. If if, if uh, coach wants to play Connor and Leon together, well, Jesse can go there, but probably Hyman can go there or and, and, and free up Jesse to go somewhere else. Or, you know, there's more options. There's more, there's more, there's, and, 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 and there's more options because of the growth of Yamamoto, the growth of Jesse Pugliarvi, probably the additions of, of Zach Hyman, you know, re-signing Nugent Hopkins. So there's different directions that we can go. We can play the Connor and Leon together. We can sp- we can split them up, and you know you, you just and there's some depth there. So I I think that Jesse is a big part of that um, b- because of uh, you know his development and growth as a player. Yeah, it's been to me it's been remarkable. Like he just wasn't. I mean, from day one last year, just the directness and the roots that he was taking to the pucks and and how he was forechecking, backtracking on. He was a completely different. He wasn't waiting for the puck. He wasn't waiting for the, the play to come to him. It was and it's it's been it's been well. A, and, and you know you know, you know what, Bob? The, the, the other thing, it, it, I think at the end of the day, it speaks to you know we and I say I mean, we in the industry, we in the fans, we in this business, we're quick to judge players that are 18, 19, yep. and 20, 21 years old. Like it's it's a hard league. It's a hard league, you know. And everybody wants these players at 21. They go to the draft and all these drafted ninth, eighth, seventh, fourth, and they think they're just going to come on the ice and set the, the, this league on. They're uh, not all Connor. No, no. Con- they're, 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 those are few and far between. The reality is, you become a good player in this league when you're 23, 24 years of age, and he's just coming into his into his into his prime. So you know, he's getting judged when he was just so young. I don't think he spoke the language. I wasn't here. I don't think. He spoke the Not language. Not very well. He couldn't, very he, limited. He couldn't communicate. He was he was a young guy that, you know, leaving his country, leaving his home, coming over here. Well, now he's 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 he's, he's older. You know, he's more mature. He's had and more experience. The fans experience. love him. Here. Like yeah. he's a fan favorite. Yeah. So and, and we love him. You know, the, the coaching staff and the manager love him. And he's you know, and I think he's become real popular in the, in the, in the locker room. And I think I think his you know three years ago, from what I've heard, you know, he was quiet and he was just sort of by, by himself. And he's now more part of the team. And that's where you see the confidence grow. Three more questions for you. You talked about the goaltending, which was uh, seventh in the league last year in save percentage at nine nine ten. Uh, and the reality is maybe Smith doesn't get to 923 again, but likely Koskinen's not at 899 again. We've talked about the depth up front. It's a different type of defense. It's it's more of a transition. you got five guys that can get the puck up the ice now. Obviously, Larson's a, a big absence. I mean, he's yeah. a real good person and personal choice, and we understand that. Where are you at with what you saw specifically out of Keith and CeCe against the Canucks the other night because they played a lot of minutes? Well, first off, you know, when I think about defense, I think about the new rule changes. You know, you think about the, the, the cross-checking rule. Yeah. You know, th- it's going to be a little bit of a different way to, to, to defend now because, I mean, there's lots of defensemen that like to, you know, cross-checking. Certainly you can box out, but but that's going to affect a little bit the way the defensemen defend. And I think it leans towards the ability to get the puck going, going north. So certainly we've got some puck movers. I thought the other night in Vancouver, you know, we didn't take Barry and Nurse. And uh, CeCe and, 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 and Keith both played 25 minutes. Uh, I thought I thought they played good. I thought his camp was wore on. They've both, you know, obviously Keith didn't show up here till till the middle of camp, so he's only played three preseason games. And I, I knew he'd be a little bit take him a little bit to go and coming out of quarantine. But I've kind of watched CC grow as the as the as the camps wore on and get more and more comfortable. You know, I think back to last year with Tyson Berry, where he was the first six regular season games he's, with the new team. He was and, struggling. And, yeah, and the way he played the last forty, like it, you know, you go to a new team and and all of a sudden there's these expectations and you don't know anybody so i think it, you know you got to give 
veterans, veterans. You know, I'm not talking to give them 20 or 30 or 40 games, but I think you got to give them training camp and give them five, six, seven games to kind of, you know, figure out, uh, you know, the team where they fit and get and get comfortable with everything. So, uh, but I think I think both of those guys have gotten better and better, and I've seen them feel more and more comfortable as camp has wore on. All right, two bits of business for you. Uh, well, one bit of conjecture, but first a yeah. bit of business. Uh, Colton Sevier, yeah, came in on a PTO. You don't like bringing people in on PTO unless they're getting a legitimate chance to make. No, the team. I don't like to play with people's lives. I mean, just to bring someone to be a camp filler to play preseason games and then to ship them out, and then they're looking for work. They've got a family, so we 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 needed. We're going to sign them to a contract. We've offered them a contract. I talked to JP to Colton yesterday. I talked to JP this morning. I think we're done on a on a two way contract and. Uh, um, with a guarantee, yeah, with a guarantee, it's you know high guarantee. But he's going to spend time up here. He's he's you know we've got uh, 15 forwards we like, and he's one of the 15. And I think that uh, he's going to be up here. You're going to have injuries. We're not going to go with 14 forwards all year and not have any injuries. So you need depth. You need depth. All right, and a little bit of conjecture. And it's a question I kind of alluded to when we did our uh, our draft the other night with yep. all of our the Oilers' uh, great uh, corporate partners. Uh, you have uh, three first-round picks over the last three years. That you know, and Broberg's here today. Yep. May not be here tomorrow. I think we he's all. He's actually know. going back. He's going, so you know, he's going. He knows he's going back. He's, he's going See, back because the, the way the CBA works is he has, to, in order, he has to physically be here, and he has to be on our opening day roster for Cap County because we're an LTI with Cluffbaum. Yep. Um, if he wasn't on our roster and he came up later in the year, he comes up with his with his bonuses as part of his cap. He comes up as a 165 number instead of an 863. Yeah. So at the end of the day, by having Broberg on our opening day roster, what it does is for any of those kids, and it's not just him. So we, we you know, Holloway, if Holloway happens to be right. here in March or something, we've got some space. So it's, 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 I've So you're going to flip Turris back. Yes. Yeah, so Turris is coming back here in a day and, and Broberg knows he's, I think, I think Broberg's on a plane later on today to go back. Okay. So there's that. So you've got that situations. So you've got uh, Borgo who picked up a couple goals the other night. Yep. He's playing in the Quebec League. First round pick, 22nd overall this past draft year. Uh, Holloway, three to four months out, broken wrist, will likely start in the American Hockey League. Broberg's going to percolate down on the minors as well. So you got three first round picks. Uh, that's a lot for an organization to have not playing in the NHL. That, there is some depth with those guys. So the question I have for you, Ken Holland, is the Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You're yep. sitting there closing in on the trade deadline. You prepared to trade your uh, first round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward. So not a guy that's a pending UFA, but a guy that uh, could be part of the process moving forward. Well, the answer, I'll give you my history. My history in Detroit was when the team was good and we have a chance, I'll, I'll spend. And I traded three first-round picks for Chris Chelios, and I mean, there's other, you know, so... You and know, he played how many more years for you? Like? Ten. He was 37. He played ten years for us. So it was actually nine. I think nine, and he played the tenth year in Atlanta. But he he was 37 or 38, and he played nine years for the Red Wings. But but the answer is yes. You know, I think that, you know, if you're if all those scenarios you're in the top eight and you think you got a real chance and there's somebody out there that you that you believe is going to make you better at a position you need help would you trade them yeah i think that you know that like you know like they think connor has said Leon, I've, you know the time is now i mean we're, we're trying to take another step that's the that's why i made the moves that i did this summer we're trying to take another step and if we play our way into position at the trade deadline that's 50 games away lots of good stuff has got to happen yeah. for for that thing to be a consideration i mean if you're if you're fumbling around and you're you're fighting for the last playoffs but the answer is no if you've played at a high level and it looks like and you've played all these good teams and you know you're high up in the standings and you feel good about yourself and there's a there's a move there to be made my history has been yes you know 
two years ago, I traded a bunch of when my first year here, the team played good, and I was trying to send them, make the team better, yep. make a move, send a message. So the answer is yes, but 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 lots of good stuff's got to happen over 50, 55 games before we get to that point for that to be uh, a consideration. Because there's Bob, there's 32 teams today, and maybe not all 32, but 25 think they're playoff teams. You know, there's. Yeah. Few few teams are in rebuilding mode. Everybody else thinks if things go right, they can be play their way into the playoffs. So it's hard to make the playoffs. 16 out of 32. I used to be in a league when 16 out of 21 make it. Now 16 right. out of 32 make it. So, you know, they, they can say, oh, this division, this. The, 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 everybody's, lots of teams have made moves to make themselves better. So lots of good stuff has got to happen for us to play our way into that position. But if you're in the spot, you're prepared to deal. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. All right. Can we appreciate the time? Love the energy. Let's get after it. Okay. Can't All right, to get going, Bob. All Thanks. right, uh, just keep the headset on for five seconds. Okay. We'll. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Throw it to break. Uh, that's Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. You are listening to Oilers Now on 630 Chad, the uh, play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. 1226 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. You can text us on our Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfineflores.com for more. You can also uh, give us a call on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Live entertainment back at Hotel California. The Eagles Tribute Band takes stage Friday, October 29th, and legendary Canadian artist Gordon Lightfoot at the River Cree November 17th. Tickets at RiverCreeResort.com. We will get to the Oilers Now lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. List your old home. Sold today, Edmonton.ca. So, uh, of note today, no Devin Shore. Uh, out on the ice, uh, Zach Cassian was back. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was back. The Oilers had Dry Settle with McDavid and Paul Yarvey. They had Hyman with RNH and Yamamoto. Uh, Fogel was with Ryan and Cassian. Uh, and Shore was replaced by Ryan McLeod with Perlini. Turris was not available today. You already heard Ken Holland saying that they're going to make the move with Broberg later this afternoon. Bring him up and uh, bring Turris up and send Broberg back down, but he physically had to be at Edmonton. Uh, Nurse Barry, Keith, CeCe, Cuckoo, and Bouchard. Uh, the extra pairing with Broberg here today was Russell and uh, Bouchard. Or, sorry, Russell and Broberg. Smith and Koskinen are the goaltenders. Um, there we go. Uh, so, we have it. Uh, that's a look at our uh, Oilers Now lineup report. 
where you will get into NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing Company branded apparel products and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, uh, Brendan Escott uh, extended his uh, week to uh, do a little visiting over Thanksgiving Day weekend. We welcome back to the show Cody Jansen. Cody, you got NHL Today. Bring it, brother. Yeah, I'm here. we got a few signings. Montreal, they locked up center Nick Suzuki. Eight-year deal worth $7.875 million per season. Pittsburgh, they've officially now signed veteran forward Brian Boyle. Uh, Parker Kelly got a two-year contract in Ottawa. The Columbus Blue Jackets, they named forward Boone Jenner, their seventh captain in franchise history. The Rangers, their prospect Vitaly Kravtsov, not too happy about being sent down to the AHL. He's not going to report in per Elliott Friedman. The Rangers have given him permission to talk to other teams and seek a trade here. And, of course, NHL season kicks off tonight with the banner raising in Tampa when the Bolts host Pittsburgh. Then the nightcap's got Seattle and Vegas to start their inaugural season. All right, there you have it. It is 1229 in Edmonton. Uh, busy week in sport. We'll get to some of that coming up. Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.